I want to start off this week's episode of RSPN with the finger drums, but I'm not going to because the excitement is already there. The adrenaline is already pumping. Yeah. We've had a full day of NBA playoff action as of right now, and so we are going to cover all portions of that. But before we do so, let's get to our regular introductions. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport. Mm, We're here. He is Jeff. Yeah. Who am I? You are Mark. And where are we? Where are we? Where is everybody tuned into as of right now? We're in the bubble on Elite. Very beautiful week of RSPN that we are 100% sure that everybody is going to love. We are going to have special guest, Complex's own Pierce Simpson on with us later in the episode to discuss everything that came from the first day of the NBA playoffs. What we liked, what we didn't like, a little bit of bubble MVP information, a little bit of... Regular season MVP information as well, and everything else under the sun for today's games that are going to start in, let's see, it's 11? Uh, we got two hours. We got two hours for the first game. Absolutely, man. We we, we locking in, man. Uh, you know, I don't know if, I remember last week I said James Harden was going to win MVP, man. Y'all remember that? Do we remember? Are you already walking it back? No, I'm not walking it back. I said what I said. You know, I can't, I definitely can't, like, say Something like that, especially coming from me, and take it back. There's absolutely no way I can even. So that's 100% locked in. Yeah, I can't really. Like, even, I mean, I wouldn't feel bad even if he doesn't win it. That's just that's just my my opinion. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I can't. You know, I can't pull that back. Not after everything that I've said prior to, <laughs> to saying it. All right. Well, let's, let's let's go ahead and test the waters a little bit later once Pierce actually does come on and we have the opportunity well, to talk yeah. basketball. Well, with but as we have. What we actually do have locked in as of right now is the end of the regular NBA season. Everything is done. Mm -hmm. We have to say goodbye. I mean, we already said goodbye last week to the Pelicans. We said goodbye to the Kings. Goodbye the Pelicans a week before that. Well, I mean, we kind of had to say goodbye to the Pelicans at that point in time after after your uh, say goodbye to. Say it again. The Pelicans said goodbye to somebody too. Well, the Pelicans unfortunately said goodbye to Alvin Gentry. So. Uh, big salute to Alvin Gentry. Who knows where he will be able to land I love Alvin, man. as all of this ends up um, clearing out for him. But New Orleans did not impress anybody, even with a very easy schedule, a, a, a ground the ball. Most, yeah, they had the easiest schedule in the bubble, period. That NBA provided to them to have yeah. an exciting Zion Williamson, B2K Zion at least. and for eight minutes a game. And hopefully have an opportunity to do those against the Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference. But we didn't get that. We got unfortunately. Uh, we got. <laughs> we got. Are you about to say unfortunately? Every no, no. I'm saying unfortunately because every time I see Zion now, I I hear do 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 do, and it's your fault. I mean, <clears throat> I just want what's best for him. Like at the end of the day, he needs to lose weight. I mean, I think everyone in the league knows that, but he does walk weird. Well, hopefully in Zion's case, those areas will end up being fixed and we can actually get 2K Zion because you know for a fact that 2K21 drops, Zion is still going to be able to do 360 windmill yams uh, and we won't see the Zion that... um, Even like with the issues that we claim or think that he has, like he still played pretty damn good, you know, even with the weight or whatever it may be. He's, you see it, it's there for him. Mm -hmm. So now those teams have to leave the bubble. We are now locked into the NBA playoffs. And as we say goodbye to the Pelicans, we also get a little bit of news from the Sacramento Kings who left recently. 
uh, specifically Vladi Divek, who has now stepped down from the Great. Sacramento Kings. Uh, so another very respected person in the NBA, very respected player in the NBA Definitely. as well from his era. Uh, who knows what comes going forward for the Sacramento Kings, but that uh, is something that ended up being also disappointing for Sacramento <laughs> fans. But it's, 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 it's fairly difficult to think of where this goes for Sacramento going forward. And I don't want to think about it from a different city perspective if they actually do end up staying well, uh, didn't in they, Sacramento. But it's hard to do. The contract, did they not? I think so. Um, but I know what you mean because where are they going now? You know, like what they're not—they're not even in the in the middle of the pack. It's just mm-hmm. like there's still a lot of struggling there. There's still a lot of identity issues. You know, we don't really know what's going to really happen with that team. You know. Yeah, and as, we, and as we've discussed on our spin beforehand, uh, the time that it will be for De'Aaron Fox to start thinking about his free agency period is also going to be a, a big free agency period for... He's going to get paid regardless of what he decides. Exactly. And as of recent, we've seen small conversations of comparisons between De'Aaron Fox and somebody that uh, ended up getting eliminated this weekend as well with a very with a very I- impactful performance, uh, very praised performance in his loss to the Portland Trailblazers in the playing game. John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. What did you like about that? Oh, man, you know, John, ja, man, I want the jersey. You want the re- uh, uh, want cl- clear, clearly not the blues, uh, the the blues, the regular one, right? You mean the you mean the Vancouver joint? Yeah, of course. Of course. OK, okay. Vancouver. I, I mean, everyone should want that shit. Yeah, everyone should want it. He's he's such a good player. Um, you know, I I'm I wanted Portland. I think you did too. I'm pretty sure the world did, but it's it's more of a matchup situation with the Lakers. Um, you know, but Ja, he's he's an he's an excellent player. I can't wait to watch him again next season. And Grizzlies got something though. It's mm-hmm. there. It's there. Yeah, shout out to Christian James McCollum for uh doing all of this with a bad back and helping Portland actually be able to excel through this playing game and have the opportunity to play the Los Angeles Lakers tonight, of course, on TNT. But we'll get to that in a brief moment. I will say before we actually jump into our moment with Pierce Simpson coming up in a few minutes, um, I'm taking a look at the time that we have right now. I think we have buried a well enough point. Now I can actually whisper into the mic and say this. I think we pulled I think we pulled some off. What? I may. They, they tried to hate. They tried to they 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 tried to keep us away. Screen. They tried to keep us away. We get on the screen. They banned. They banned me. <laughs> they banned me from throwing hands against Pacers fans twice last week. But you know what? Please tell me good news, Adam. Adam, I love you. Wow, you made the call to Adam. I'm not gonna get no no. no it wasn't it wasn't Adam. Okay, okay. It wasn't Adam. Okay. I may have found a way to infiltrate. Wow. So this is going to be a backdoor operation. Wow. If it doesn't play out well, just make sure to not only call my mom, but also call the Orlando Police Department. They'll let you know the bail. Everything will be situated, but we might have a way. Might have a way. Bring it they in. Will, they, will, they will not ban Mark. They will not ban Jeff. That is going to be 100% guaranteed. Well, actually, wow. I'm going to say 99.8%. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we can't be too sure, but... Hopefully, hopefully it all works out. Ninety nine point eight percent. TJ Warren, as as much as Jimmy has said, we can we can put this in, in into the past. I don't roll like that. You don't roll like that. You still and want you still want drama. If it, it feels like a fake out, it feels like a reverse psychology. TJ Warren is still going to be ready. Pacers fans are still going to be ready. 
<clears throat> and I'll be undercover. Just, just, just keep it on the low. Nobody, nobody, nobody retweet and nobody retweet and say and say that RSPN has infiltrated the NBA. Please don't. Please don't. I'm going to keep this on the low. If you happen to see my face, just know I escaped the Orlando Police Department. Wow. You escaped? Why, why would you even say that? What? Hello? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. What up, Jeff? Y'all good? You good? We, 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 uh, we ready for another, another, we ready for another wonderful week in really App Sport? You ready for that? I'm ready, I'm ready for another week with, with Mark and Jeff. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Just, just want to make sure everything's good. Y'all boys didn't hear anything, right? Yeah, we I, I I heard something all right, but we don't. I'm gonna act like I didn't because what, what what happened? What happened? Got a little green there. That's how to that's how to double check my um. That's how to double check my email real quick. Uh, I I had to um, email. Tell me tell me when tell me when the source the source goes through, man. If I need the you know, source, you know, the <laughs> source. What are you talking about? I'm sober. What are you talking? Source. Come on, man. We don't have anything planned. I mean, they ended up. You know, it's an unfortunate situation that we didn't get the opportunity to. To um, you know, M- M- NBA kept things out, but you know, there's always there's always other opportunity. I know we'll get there. We'll get there. I have I have faith. Well, in that case, we're going to be with Pierce Simpson very soon. So stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break and come back. Yeah, stay tuned. It's RSPN on the Elite Media Group. We'll be back after this. Yo, it's Cameron Hay, one half of the Play for Keys podcast. Make sure you lock in with the Elite Media Group to check out the best duo of NBA podcasts on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Myself and Drew with the Play for Keeps podcast on Thursdays. Mark and Jeff with RSPN on Tuesdays. We appreciate all the support. Subscribe and make sure you lock in. All right, we are back. Yes, sir. What's up? RSPN on the Elite Media Group channel, of course. Mm-hmm. Do make sure that you are locking in to the Elite Media Group channel each and every week as you are starting to get prepared. And this is becoming a little bit more of a solidified thing between ourselves and, of course, our Play for Keeps family between Cam and Drew as well. Expect to hear from us every single week on Tuesdays and Thursdays if you are brand new to the Elite Media Group channel. So if you're loving the show so far, great. Very amazing. We appreciate everybody who has been liking, subscribing reviewing, and keeping us on a very positive note on the top charts. Did you get the, a chance to look at the charts <clears throat> yet, Jeff? <laughs> yeah, I did. You know, I, I like to take a lot of credit for that. Did you hear my promo? The promo? Oh, you mean the uh, the Play for Keeps promo? Yeah, did you like that, man? The Kendrick Perkins episode, if you did not get a chance to check it out, you also have the availability to jump into our past episodes as well. So if you did not check out the Kendrick Perkins episode, you may have heard Jeff cut a little bit of a (laughs) promo that I have anticipated that we might get a little bit of an increase in a demographic. It's possible. It's possible. I wasn't I wasn't trying to. It it wasn't on purpose. That, That was just that was just me. Wasn't on purpose. It wasn't on purpose. That was just me. But I had no idea it was gonna really? be on there. I, I I really sent that to you as an option for the future, you know. So the sultry instrumental, uh, the instrumental that was behind it was just was just by chance. Is what is <laughs> that what was you're some, saying? Uh, that was some unreleased uh, Sonder Brent. <laughs> we have to make sure we're, rep- we're we're representing Brent if we're gonna have the platinum Chanel boy do commercial. You, you already know. You already know. There's no other way for me to do it. Do make sure that as you are enjoying everything, make sure that you are tapping in each and every week and continuing to tell your friends as we get 
into the second day of the NBA playoffs, of course. All of these games, as you have watched last night on ESPN, everything mm-hmm. that is going down is going to be on TNT tonight, or today, actually, as we get closer to um, an area where we're getting some afternoon games. And uh, me, personally, I've appreciated a lot of the afternoon games and a lot of the different multimedia that has been coming out from an NBA perspective, as now we are getting into the motions of the NBA playoffs. And who better to have something situated for a multimedia perspective mm-hmm. than this voice that we have as our special guest right. this week? You have become very familiar with his face and his notable interviews on air at Complex. And thankfully, we have the opportunity on RSPN this week to have him talk a little bit of basketball with us, as well as his thoughts on the most valuable player as we are getting a little bit closer to the actual name of who is going to be our top finalist. Thankfully, we were able to discuss the bubble MVP, but we're going to get the opinions of the incomparable Pierce Simpson, Pierce Simpson is on with us this week to be able to discuss this with us. Pierce, how are you? I'm good, fellas. First and foremost, if I can take y'all with me everywhere I go to get an intro like that. (laughs) (laughs) Was it nice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I did a great job with introduction and everything, the fluidity. So I'm happy to be a part of the podcast today. I appreciate appreciate the compliments with the freestyle. No doubt, man. No doubt. It's impressive. Now, before we actually get into uh, a little bit of what is going down today in the NBA, I did want to ask, how's things been with work as we have now reached the, what is it, the sixth month oh, of gosh. everything that is going down with COVID? How's, how's, how's things been? Because I, I know at this point in time, I think a lot of people who are very in tune with being on air and, and doing interviews in person are, are pretty much tired of Zoom links at this point. Oh, yeah, man, for sure. It's, it's so funny that after you kind of get your bearings to you and kind of get used to it, um, you know, you you find the keys in which you can do a good interview. But there's nothing like getting that type of in-person feel and that in-person energy whenever you're talking to these big names and whether it's music uh, sports fashion, whatever the case may be, it's nothing like having that in-person interaction, but Definitely. just adjusting to the times and, and being able to speak with people on Zoom, the one blessing of it has been that, you know, it's a lot of free time for some of these celebrities and some of these people that you're getting to talk to. So normally mm-hmm. when they might not have availability because they're just moving around, they're in one location now as we continue to social distance. And uh, so that's been the, the blessing of it all. Now, th- thankfully for Jeff and I, as as we have continued to do RSPN, we, we normally refer to our areas that we record here as the RSPN studios. But truthfully, we have had the opportunity to benefit from being 100% virtual. Jeff is yeah, in Atlanta. Sure. I'm, in, I'm in Palm Beach. Sure. So, so we have only had the opportunity to do specifically live RSPN only, time, only, only one time as we were no in more. Atlanta. Do you normally it special, have... Though. It was special. It was, it was actually special. But... Do you have a preference of, of whether or not you would like to continue to do things like this as it kind of looks like we're not getting uh, too much into an area where we uh, can continue these interviews in person? Or do you really long for that in-person relationship? Man, I think that's that's a very good question. I, I think it kind of I think going forward, you can maybe find a, a happy medium. I think we mm-hmm. maybe in, in, in this business and the media structure, we kind of found a way to be able to have engaging interviews that might not be necessarily on location. Beforehand, you would kind of shun at the fact of like, OK, let's just do a Zoom conference call to try and make this work. But now people are getting used to it. We see million plus view interviews all of a Zoom link. I never thought we'd see that, but here we are. Yeah, and so right. 
So I think as we go forward, that's something that you'll see implemented more. You'll see more creators like you, you guys selves who are able to take things into their own hands and do it from the crib. Like you can't. Right. And there's a lot more talented people being able to step into the forefront. So I love that. I, you know, like I mentioned earlier, it's been such a crazy time and a tough time in 2020. But that's been one of the, the, the blessings of it is just to see um, so many people get resourceful during this tough time. Yeah, no, definitely. And like it's like you said, you know, with celebrities being, you know, at the house and maybe, you know, them not having as crazy as a schedule as well. Like you said, gives them a chance to jump on and, uh, you know, talk to you and talk to us. And, you know, they got more time on their hands. So yeah, it's it's, it's going to benefit us as well. You know, of course. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we also may look at celebrities and athletes and entertainers as a bit more accessible now because, you know, they go through the same things we yeah. go through. You know, the COVID has not discriminated whatsoever. So it's been quite the eye opener for just Definitely. us. Yeah. Same for us, for sure. Definitely. Now, one thing that we've had the actual opportunity to uh, uh, reap the benefits of really is the NBA who has been able to take advantage of everything with producing not only now the end of a regular season, but now as we get into a, a, a postseason that has had a little bit of critique from one side, but m- most importantly, a lot of different voices who are actually interested on how all this gets pulled off to actually produce the fans yeah. and NBA champion as of right now. We've reached the portion of the regular season that is now wrapped up. A lot of the superlatives that we are waiting for. We have finalists, but we're not, those are not 100% set in stone as of yet. Last week, we had a small conversation on if they do superlatives for a bubble based on uh, Jeff Van Gundy actually bringing it up uh, during one of the games. But now in between that time within this past week, we actually have had a cemented bubble MVP in Damian Lillard. How do you, yeah. um, how do you, how, how do you feel about, about Lillard's performances and being able to be uh, crowned as the bubble MVP as we go into an area that he is very focused on in the NBA player? I, I, I think last year, Last year and then started this year, we saw Dame reach a level that I, I would assume few expected, right? And you think right. that he might have just capped out. This is this is special for who Dame is. You know, will he enter that upper echelon of being an elite? Elite, you know, we weren't quite sure of, but I think this bubble just further solidified that. Oh man! And when you see him go off the way he has and make NBA players look like they're just high schoolers, as he just world class man, it, it's ridiculous. And it's not like he's just getting to the bucket all the time. He's pulling up. 35 40 feet and then at the same time can still get to the bucket when he needs to he's not some six five six seven wing he's mm-hmm. a six, three guard and so that's that's something that's special and you know whenever uh espn had a stat i believe it was over three games he had scored like 51 points like his average ridiculous. was 51 points that was just crazy that was ridiculous ridiculous man. yeah it was ridiculous so and I, I agree with uh the 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 mvp of the bubble being yeah actor. Yeah, every everyone should at this point. If they if they've watched him play in this bubble, I mean, there's really no question. Yeah, but I think I think there could have been a case for I think there could have been a case for Devin Booker if if the Suns were actually uh, actually had more of an ability to reach the postseason. For Thankfully, sure. our our playing game did not involve involve Phoenix and uh, had an incredible game between Memphis and Portland. But as Portland now moves their way up into the postseason, of course, you have to give it to Lillard. But sure. I think we're going to do a little bit more of a conversation on the Trailblazers as we get to tonight's games but i did want to ask our actual mvp or i'll put actual in quotes for the regular <laughs> season of of 2019 through uh this year of 2020 as well we have our three finalists that won't involve damian lillard and we're going to get very acquainted with them today in the finalists of Giannis antetokounmpo 
LeBron James, and a person that you actually have the opportunity to interview on his first run of his first MVP as he wants to now get into an area of getting to his second MVP in James Harden. Who do you think has the best opportunity to get to, to end up being one of the uh, top finalists and being MVP this season? I, I think how this will shake out, I think ultimately Giannis will probably take home the trophy. I think the the toughest thing that could have happened to LeBron was the season being suspended because he was on a stretch in February, March. He was hot and he was doing incredible things. And the, I believe the game they played on the, with the Clippers in L.A. was March 8th. They secured that victory. And, you know, by the middle of the next week, play was suspended. And then we ended up in a bubble. So, you know, if LeBron had been able to keep that stretch going and been able to be on the run that he was on, I would have given the nod to LeBron. But since there's been that delay and you've had this extended time away, um, a lot of media voters, a lot of voters for MVP are going to look at just the raw statistics of the mm-hmm. season. And it's kind of hard to go against what Giannis did collectively and then what the Bucs did. Is. But for me personally, I would love to see LeBron get another one. But uh, I would yeah. think that Giannis is going to take it home. Yeah, I think I think it just ends up being an area where LeBron James has had uh, can, can look at this playoffs, essentially. And when you see a quote from LeBron that has something like, this is going to be my biggest test yet. You kind of want to put it into an area in your mind and, and think of all the difficult challenges that he has had in the NBA playoffs, whether it's facing Boston in a Cleveland uniform, facing uh, Indiana and San Antonio in a Heat uniform, facing the Warriors when he went back to Cleveland. Crazy. This crazy. is going to be a, a, a run to try and win this NBA championship that he has not faced as of yet and a lot of it from what it sounds like when we see these LeBroncos coming out for the past two weeks doesn't really have to do too much about basketball this time yeah and and that's always been my biggest thing even when the bubble started was just like the the war of attrition when it comes to just mental stability being in the bubble you know what I'm saying you're away from your family you're kind of doing the same thing each and every day you have to get tested um countless you know, that has to be a very, very difficult thing. It's just human nature not to necessarily want to be in that environment or even perform at your best when you're having to deal with that. So, like I've told people, it's like it wouldn't shock me if a team that's just well cohesive together and have good chemistry mm-hmm. is able to take home the title and not necessarily the best team on paper because this is something we just never seen before. And mm-hmm. it just wouldn't shock me if a team just gets to a point where they're just mentally fatigued and just tired. No, no, I, I definitely understand that. And, like, what I'm worried about is the whole – you know, putting the asterisks on the champion or the season or the MVP or whatever, because I know a lot of that's going to come down to who actually wins. Yeah. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Because if, if the Lakers finish off, they're not going to, you know, there is not going to be any asterisks conversation. Now, if it is somebody like you said, who just steps up and let's say, you know, Portland just pushes through, right. Yeah. You no, know, we don't, I, I still don't want to put an asterisk on it because it happened to be Portland. Right, right, right. No, that makes complete sense. I, it's funny that you phrase it like that because that's absolutely how it's going to happen. If you know like, it. You know if it's it. any other team other than like the Lakers or the Bucks or maybe the Clippers, it's going to be an asterisk by it because they're going to be like, well, the best team that you know it. potential year didn't win it. So yeah, I, I understand how that might be. And when it comes to when it comes to those outside influences, Jeff, you had also brought up something last week about about uh, uh, when LeBron had that quote on feeling a little bit of homesick. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think we look at especially LeBron, we look at him as this like superhero figure, you know, greatest basketball player alive, you know, all those things that he's done is we don't expect him to be feeling some type of way about being a bubble. We just expect these guys to just be excited to play basketball. And LeBron, you know, I, I know he had that one game off and maybe, maybe, yeah, that game did have a lot to do with 
just him needing, uh, you know, rest, but he's probably drained mentally. You know, he's got kids and it's not just him. You know, he's got players around that has kids, families, like you said, they're away, you know, they're, they're stuck in a bubble. They can't just, well, now we know they can't just hit the club and, you know, come back or whatever, you know? So, and if they are doing that, ain't nobody saying nothing. So, I mean, I, I would, I would understand, you know, if I had, if I had kids at home, wife at home, you know, my crib, my space, it's different. It's different. So if it's taking a toll on him, I, I'll completely understand. And pretty much him stating that kind of like, you know, it's been, it's been different. I, I remember they when they had, uh, they had D Wade on, on TNT and LeBron was like, just, you could tell he was just happy to see him like joke with him about the yeah. shirt being open. Like, you know, it's like little stuff like that. So uh, I, I definitely think it's affecting him. And I, I agree with, you know, what Pierce said about, Hey, there could be a, a team that's just, just vibing more in this bubble and it just works out. I mean, you know, we saw, we saw the Suns. you know, they, they, they didn't get in, but man, you, you have to respect what they did. Yeah. You have to, you have to. Cause like earlier, like, like uh, you were saying, Devin Booker made a strong case to be the bubble MVP. I don't think anybody could deny that. I mean, the way he went on the chair was, was special. I think we all think of that Kobe like pirouette when he spun back and hit the game with George. That was, that was special. That was just, that was different. Yeah, that was different. That was different. I think we're gonna need a couple of those from if 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 Paul George wants to keep this playoff P moniker uh, that happened to be, I think it was around that Thunder series where Lillard definitely waved goodbye. I'm gonna need a couple. I'm gonna need a couple of those from Paul. Um, no, that's right. And then also, he kind of violated one of my. You can't give yourself a. Name. That's what, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like nobody. Like if somebody else gave you that nickname, that's cool. But if you gave yourself playoff P, which I'm pretty sure that he did. That's a violation. He I probably guess. did. He probably yeah. did. He yeah. violated. Is yes. that is that is that the rule on Nick? Can, cannot be. Cannot be self given. <laughs> can't, be. can't be. Can't be. Like you know, like Black Mamba is an incredible nickname, and it's it is. each and every day. I think to myself, I'm like, damn, Kobe is really gone. Like one of my heroes is really, really gone. That's just crazy. Yeah. But I even then I had to knock him a couple points because I'm like, you gave Black Mamba to yourself allegedly. That's tough. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, hey. it's an amazing nickname. I love it. It fits your aesthetic as a player and just everything. But it's tough that you gave it to yourself. That's just my rule. I'd love, I'd love to hear the story on the first day that Kobe just walks in, just is just like the staring mama. down his yeah, just <laughs> no, like, yeah. Because my favorite part about that is I know nobody challenged him. Nobody said anything. It's like, <laughs> you already know. And I love that nickname. This Mush, this Mush Parker walks in and it's like, man, what the hell are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. Like, man, R.I.P. Kobe, man. Rest, rest in peace. Now, I know a lot of those those feelings from Kobe Bryant is 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 pretty much something that people are trying to to um not necessarily uh, what is what is the best terminology for it they it, it a, a day like this almost reminds them of kobe as you start getting into postseason and right. you remember all those beautiful memories that you have of him at this point in time but exactly. thankfully the the nba is trying to transition into a period where a lot of this is still fairly fresh but hopefully Everything that is happening as of right now for the remainder of the postseason will be able um, to remind people of the past, but also be able to to produce and birth a new era of these players who have been so influenced from Kobe Bryant. And we're actually going to discuss a few of them today based on yesterday's games um, of Denver and the Utah Jazz a little bit of Brooklyn and Toronto. And I when I look at I'm looking at Jeff right now, I really mean a little <laughs> of Brooklyn and Toronto, uh, Boston and Philadelphia, and uh, a small amount of the Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas 
Mavericks. But from a critiquer standpoint, if you were one of those people that actually looked at this and said, uh, the regular season has been okay so far, but I'm not positive about a postseason. I don't know how they pull it off. If you're watching what was produced yesterday in those first four games in that game right. one, um, how do you feel today? Really enjoyed the intensity that I saw in all those games. You know, I was a little nervous at first when you had the seeding games and you're in this bubble and you're thinking like, okay, there's no fans here. Will it still be intense? But at the end of the day, these guys play for the love of the game. It's like you mentioned earlier with Kobe. He's one of the, the basketball peers that we've ever seen grace the hardwood. So that love and that affection for the game is something that these younger generation of players have taken into account. And we see that with these playoff games. So from start to finish, that was my favorite thing that stuck out to me was just the intensity and the star players that showed up to play. Yeah, no, you, uh, me and Pierce kind of spoke on it a little bit before we started the show. Um, you know, the NBA has done a really good job. You know, I mean, not just getting to this, these, you know, these past games that we got to see on the quote unquote postseason, but like, man, I, I think they just they just got it right. You know, um, I, I got done watching the Premier League and with, with soccer and stuff, and I kind of felt the same with that, too. Like they kind of just got it right and got it done, you know, and I think the NBA is, is right there. We have to see what happens with the NFL. And, you know, I'm not we'll see what happens with that, because football is I just feel like it's a different situation, especially if those guys are like they're going to be still traveling. So. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother beast. But the NBA has just done, man, I mean, Silver Squad, man, we talk about it, Mark, you know, like it's, it's, I think, I think he, I think he got it right here. You know, it's obviously we've had few little small situations, you know, they had to take care of, but for the most part, man, it, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that everything worked out because we were unsure about it. You know, we came on here before everything started and we were definitely unsure how it was going to feel um if it was going to have that same intensity with no fans and whatnot but it does you know no yeah the nba has done a, a excellent job and it is obvious that they've spared no expense in making this bubble work and making the players feel comfortable as best they can you know considering the circumstances and you know the, these slate of games kind of remind me of march madness in august you know yeah, it's yeah. Like it's all day long so it's almost like you spend that four and a half months away from the game of basketball and not being able to enjoy the game of basketball but then you get all these great games now. It almost almost kind of makes it worth it. Thankfully, we can actually sit here today and, and say this the 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 silver squad flags are in the air because yeah, again, getting here is getting here is a, a difficulty in itself. Now, when it comes to the uh, the players and being able to um, have a game that is as intense as having an overtime game as your first game in the entire postseason, that kind of sets the tone very well. Absolutely. That puts a lot of sure. the games at a much bigger uh, stature. How did you feel watching Denver and Utah in an area where you had Donovan Mitchell scoring 57 points, an area that Jamal Murray is not going to stop telling us about, as he also had a 36-point performance as well to lift Denver over Utah in overtime? It it has to be disheartening as a franchise player to drop 57 points and your team loses in overtime. It's hard. That has to be a tough, tough feeling because Donovan Mitchell played an incredible game yesterday. His ability to navigate the pick and roll was something that I noticed that he seems like he's gotten a lot better at. And then just this feel around the rim to be able to dish it off to Rudy Gobert or just go ahead and finish over the big man. Right. It's impressive, man. He, he played an excellent game uh, yesterday, and to, but to drop 57 and lose has to be very disheartening because I'm not sure he can top a performance like that. If he does, it's going to be a rare situation, you know? Uh, yeah. But it was kind of like I, Devin Booker, when he dropped 70 on, on Boston, they lost that game, you know? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like, that, that one though, they was definitely hunting for that seventy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But still, like Devin Booker probably went to sleep like, oh, man, he's dropped seventy on these fools, and, and we lost. Yeah, we no, lost. That's... You know, 
Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think Devin wanted to disrespect and get that extra twelve. But I feel. <laughs> I feel like if there was a point in time that he had the opportunity to do so, he had the option to do that in Boston. But these types of games that you have from Donovan Mitchell, especially in an area in the playoffs. I mean, I mean, the, the first the first things that end up getting pulled out after after Denver wins in overtime is that. This 57 points is is comparable to it's really behind only two names, and that's Elgin Baylor and uh the series that everybody remembers from Michael Jordan, his series against the Boston Celtics, where you end up losing, but you mm-hmm. make your name off a Larry Bird, off a Kevin right. McHale, and things of that nature. That's a special and, and situation, 86 Celtics, that's huge. Regardless, yeah. but See, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I think that's, that's, that's gonna be the one downside of the bubble is the fact that you know, as much as we like to watch these players and enjoy the pageantry of just actually playing basketball. A lot of the other factors of the arena, the lore of the arena, the history of the arena, where they play the fans is something that, you know, helps us remember these vivid moments. And whenever you put uh, Donovan Mitchell's stats in comparison, like only two people ahead of him in playoff history is Elgin Baylor and Michael Jordan. That's crazy to think about. Nice. But I, just, I also think that this might get lost in the shuffle because you're like, oh, I forgot. It will, score. bro. Oh, it yeah. will. It will, unless they move forward and really like make a, a a large push in the playoffs, because these type of games are good for like legacy purposes. You know, like you don't you don't want to be known as the guy who never showed up in the playoffs, because you know we're not gonna let you forget about it. No, so, not at all. Never. Yeah, so I mean, hey, the fifty-seven will go down his history for his uh, his own personal uh, achievements, but I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna care if they don't make it out of the. No, for sure, it's gonna look good on Basketball Reference. Yep. <laughs> on basketball. <laughs> well, thankfully for Donovan's sake, uh, he'll be he will have another opportunity to do that as we move forward with the rest of the uh, series. Was a little bit winded at the end of overtime, but hopefully, as things um, uh, continue to be very positive for Michael Conley Jr., Hall of Famer Michael Conley Jr. You like I like that. You like that as uh, as he's <laughs> you celebrating. Never forget that. Huh? <laughs> no, that is that is one hundred percent an RSPN staple as he is oh, celebrating. Man. The birth of his son. Hopefully, things will be able to. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to return to Orlando very easily. And I'm not positive what what clearance he'll have to have to be able to jump into this postseason. But I hope it's not anything. You don't crazy. have to wait them days, man. You already know it just is what it is. He, may, I mean, we don't know though. I mean, I, f- I put myself in in a player's shoes. It's like even wanting to help my team out in the playoffs. If I just had a son in the middle of the pandemic, yeah. it'd be hard for me to even feel like I should yeah. come back. You know what I mean? Like I get it. Same. I wouldn't be mad at him. Mad at him if he decides he does. Wouldn't be mad at him if he just. You know, I'm sure the players feel the same way. They're not going to get on him about it. So, it's a tough situation, man. Really, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. If I just had a newborn, it would be tough for me to. It'd be hard pressed for me to go back and be yeah. in that bubble again. Yeah. Fair enough. And and in his in his case, if he actually wanted to defend it, he's got to be he's got to be at least cleared enough to be able to play a basketball game, right? You are with the the mother of the child. You're with your child mm-hmm. itself. I highly doubt that doctors would be able to would 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 allow you to be able to be in the room and especially pose for for a photograph in the bed if if there was a concern oh, of coronavirus. Yeah, he was definitely tested when he pulled back up for sure. Like <laughs> that's probably the first thing he did was you know make sure he was straight before he got even left. What Lou mm-hmm. Williams have a ten day quarantine? Yeah, I think it was ten. It has to be. It can't be more than that. So if it, that that's the threshold, the ten games for Lou Williams, then he should then, just uh, just off getting some wings, man. Just had uh, I, thought, I thought we were going with ten piece over ten day quarantine. I was, I was, I was, I was, I was kind of concerned on where that was going there for a second. I explained it to Mark. I had to send him. I had to send him Mark pictures of wings from Magic City. Listen, I have yet to hear bad news. I I have yet to hear bad things about the Magic. You City. won't. You won't. Man. Yeah. So. I, <laughs> 
<laughs> that might be on my bucket list before. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Jeff just winked when he said when he said uh, when he did. said you won't at that at that point in time when he said that sounded like experience. But <laughs> that's another episode. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Now, unfortunately for for Brooklyn's uh, in 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 Brooklyn's purpose, the complete opposite of Jazz Nuggets yesterday oh, ended up man. being the thirty piece that the Raptors had around halftime in uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. Now. In Brooklyn's case, I won't, I won't go 100% bad because they ended up cleaning it up in some fashion where I was like, oh, no, if Toronto ends up screwing this up, I I'm know. going to be – I'm going to laugh fairly hard. But Raptors hold on. There was almost a little bit of a fight at the end, um, but they hold on to actually win game one. They're too and- equipped, man. They're so – they're just well-equipped, bro, like just getting it done, team basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk to you all the time about how much I admire how they handled all the Kawhi stuff. You know, it's like they just said, well – Next man up. Let's move on, you know. And they did that, and they're they're so good, so composed. Yeah, we always talk about systems and cultures in the NBA, and a lot of times teams get praised for cultures that they don't really have. But I think the Raptors are one of those teams that operate almost like a college team, where it's like you fit into the system. We all think it's one, and we just try and go out there and get W's. And if you saw their defense yesterday against the Nets, it was just like I've never seen rotation and cohesiveness like that at the NBA level in a long, long time. And they're one of the few teams that would not shock me if they somehow ended up back in the NBA. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be nuts, man? It would. It would. But you got players that just really stepped up to the occasion, like Pascal Siakam, Mm -hmm. to be able to continue to like, you know, we thought he made a huge jump last year, but then he just continued. He's taking off still. Yeah. So, um, and you can't deny Fred Van Vliet, man. Like, nah, nah. the fact that he went undrafted is that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. He bought out, and so the Raptors are a team that could uh, that can really make some noise in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, a big thirty point performance from Fred Fred Van Vliet. Hopefully, if you picked him in your in your lineups yesterday, he might have won you a little bit of bread. But shout out to Chioza as well. Big props from Kevin Durant on the Play for Keeps podcast as well. Maybe they're they're not, they're not. They're not fully loaded yet, man. You know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn got they they got it though. They're gonna be fine. Oh yeah, yeah they're, they're gonna be just. I mean, we saw we saw that in that Blazers game where they almost sent the Blazers home. Yeah, uh, I was gonna be so sick. Oh my I god, know, I, I was so yeah, sick. Yeah, yeah. When Levert threw up that last shot, I was like, oh no, not like this. And yeah. even Lillard was like, oh god, it's trembling immediately. Dude. Especially how he was playing because nobody was stopping Karis Levert in those final minutes of that game. But nope. you know, when they have full strength with with KD back, who's one of the greatest scores that we've seen in NBA history, along with Kyrie, who's one of the best ball handlers and just finishers around the rim we've seen in NBA history. That Nets team is going to be pretty scary in 2021. Definitely. Now, I don't know if you want to take the the, the reins of this, Jeff, because I might have a little bit Why? of a smile on my face as we get to as we get to Sixers <laughs> Celtics. I might have a little bit of a smile on my face. I'm a, I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to keep it 100. percent I'm going to keep it 100 transparent. But what did you love about? The 109, 101 win. <laughs> what did I love? What do you mean, bro? Like the Boston Celtics this? against the seven. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm, I'm just curious. Oh, Pierce, do you, man. do you, do you have any, do you have any emotions, any positive emotions <laughs> that come from uh, the Boston Celtics with an eight point win over the Philadelphia 76ers wow, with two in, incredible performances? You acting like this right now from not only Jason Tatum but Jalen Brown as well. How do you, how do you feel about that? Pierce? You know, I put, I put some on my Twitter. I put a picture of, of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and uh, you know, it's time to start considering them one of the the best duos in the it's NBA. A rap. Yeah, it's a wrap. They're too good together. Yeah, their ability on the wing is just it's just so damn impressive. And um, just to be able to get a bucket. And Jason Tatum, I realized when watching that game, yeah, you, you see the the emergence of IG trainers on and, and the dribbling drills and mm-hmm. the cones and stuff. You see it. 
You, you see, see it, right? And a lot of yeah, times, bro. they really stop their game from flourishing. But Jason Tatum has the perfect blend of natural feel for the game and taking those things that he's learned in those trainings and the cone drills and stuff and applying them on the court. And his ISO work is just is just really, really impressive. And Jalen Brown has really continued to develop and just refine that outside shot. And so when you leave him open, that's almost a guaranteed bucket. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. I can't believe they have these these – you know, these two players who are damn near very complete. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, they, they don't have a lot of flaws. Um, and to answer Mark, man, I mean, I know every time the Sixers lose, it's a, it's a great day for you. So. Oh, what are you talking I'm being, I'm you know what talking what about. Is. Wow. You know, what is that? Like, what is that? You're being like light green right now. What, you're what? Like full green. You're being light green. <laughs> Doing this with a guest in our house right now is, you know, is just un. No this, is, this is this is unbelievable. This is this is almost this is almost slanderous. I thought, I, thought, I thought we had a slanderous environment here. He's showing out in front of company. I got you. He they def. Come on, look. I'm out here right now. Keep it real. This Mark, is Mark. Absolutely hates the Sixers. What? Wow. What is that? Wow isn't even like. What is that? That is Eric Bischoff wow right now. What is what was that? To be fair, to be fair the Sixers have been an absolute train wreck this season. They have. They and have. they're usually the most disappointing team okay. in the NBA. What you're saying right there is actually exactly what Mark doesn't want to hear. See, <laughs> what, look, 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 when, when, why not? When, I, love, I, I love that. I love ben, that adjective. Train wreck? Yeah, that sounds ben, about right. When Ben went down, Mark is tweeting, texting me. He's like, oh, great. You already know what they're going to say now. Well, Ben Simmons wasn't even playing. Uh, he's, we weren't at full power. We <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, is that a is that a lie? No, no, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. You are you are absolutely right. Like you're absolutely right. But you know, I know that's not what you want to hear because next year we're going to be talking the same thing about you're going to have to wait for it. You know, 76ers look better than Miami Heat this year, and absolutely not. I am very partial. <laughs> very uh, you know I, I think i think everybody here is a fighting chance you know shout out to the to the to the 76ers fans that are out there hopefully it's an amazing wow. series you were being you you were you're being wow you're being real different. i ain't never seen you act like i'm being i'm being fair i'm being fair am i not being i might not be fair right now Pete? Don't want to brad bill and i yeah same, same energy period <laughs> Bradley B. Bradley B. Oh, oh, oh! You, oh, you meant Miami Heat star Bradley Bill. My bad. My, my, my apologies. I understand. I understand. No, look, look, there's certain names you can't say right now to this man, and Bill is one of them, and Giannis is one of them because he thinks there's this kumbaya about to happen in Miami, which could possibly happen. But I don't want to. I don't want to give him too much. You know, it could, it could possibly happen, but just, to, just I don't want to rain on your parade. But if, if I'm Giannis, like the only thing that's going to attract me to Miami is just the city. Of it itself, not necessarily the team I would be going to. Hey, I, I feel you, Pierce. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I would just stay in Milwaukee if it's just a team environment. Just stay there. A team. I mean, you know, <laughs> have you have you? I mean, let's 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 just talk about if 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 you go on to what's what's a good realtor website that you know? Just go ahead and type in oh Miami, Florida. God, no, listen, we know, we know the real estate in Miami is fire. Miami's amazing. No state income tax and just a, a beautiful city with beautiful women. You feel me? Like, come on, come on. Yeah. I mean, even even though Giannis is, is a very faithful man as of right now. Yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to lure him. I don't want to lure him too too wild into the dark corners of Miami. I don't want. I don't want him to find anything that he's not looking for. Uh, I can't believe this right now. I got you. Now I see the vision. See, uh, see, thank you, thank you. See, this, this is just this I is just so time. in line with everything right now. Now, as we get, to it really the, is. It's so bad. The, the last portion of but, yesterday. But not, but not to switch, not to cut you off. Sorry. But yeah, do you think? A, a Giannis dark horse, and it's going to sound like I'm very much a homer, but I just never 
understood why this team has not been been in the mix. But I feel like Dallas could be a, a sleeper for uh, Giannis in twenty twenty one. Okay. Yeah. I, oh man, that what? would be crazy. I like yeah. that. Hey, hey, you just picked the wrong team to Luka even Luka and Gian- Dallas. Yep. Luca and Giannis. How yeah, do you that, would- that, Mark? Tell us. You are trying to scare away a lot of people right now. <laughs> that <laughs> that is very dangerous. That is very dangerous to my mindset and a lot of people's mindsets in Texas right now. Here's I don't know. The NBA works in strange ways, and you can kind of read the tea leaves through certain transactions, right? There was a uh, Ananakupo that was on the Mavericks roster for a while and then all of a sudden he was just like graciously released with no rhyme or reason and i'm like oh that might have been an agent pool for a uh specific free agent who's available in 2021 see how, we, see how we did your brother and we helped him out you know that's you can give us a meeting what that's very interesting you know what Pierce? i actually like that i might run with that for the rest of the season if you don't mind whoa 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 what is that <laughs> <laughs> this is right up my alley like i'm so glad you told me that Dallas is right up your uh, no. Dallas is right up your alley. Okay, so if Dallas is right up your alley. Let's discuss. Let's discuss the 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 nine people that the Los Angeles Clippers now have right now to put in front of Luka Doncic. How is that? How is that? How is that going to work out for Dallas right now? Man, it, that's gonna that might be a a gentleman sweep a five game series. Because <laughs> uh, that's the thing. It's like. It's the issue that I, that Dame is going to run into with the Lakers. It's like, all right, you're a great player that can probably pull out one game against this team, but can you do it four times, especially when they have all those defenders to throw at you, not to mention maybe two of the top five wing defenders in the league, along mm-hmm. with Patrick Beverly to add to that list too. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hard to be able to just go against that because physically you might not be able to stand up to that. Right, right. I'm I'm still very interested in, in seeing the 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 chess game that Doc Rivers and Rick Carlisle are going to have with this. I, I don't think a lot of people pick outside of the Los Angeles Clippers because as as we've seen from the past few weeks, Clippers have very high praise and high regard when it comes to uh who is going to have the best opportunity to make the NBA finals for the Western Conference. But but we'll we'll have to see. We might be yeah. able to see a, a Donovan Mitchell type performance, a, a very large performance in Luka Doncic's first. Uh, official NBA playoff series. And- as, as great as Carlisle is, it's going to be extremely hard to outcoach Doc Rivers, period. So, especially with the team that he has. Exactly. So, we'll have to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all you can do. And I think that'll be one of the more intriguing first round matchups. Just, you know, as many talented players that you're going to have on that floor, Luca doing his thing, the Wizard with the pick and roll. And then, of course, the Clippers uh, tandem of uh, Paul George and Kawhi. As we record this, Dallas is up right now, um, 43-36. So we'll see how it goes, man. Long game, only second quarter. Definitely. Now, as we have about two hours today before uh, the one thirty game kicks off on TNT between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic, how does it feel from the Eastern Conference perspective? As we have this much conversation on the Western Conference, Milwaukee still seems to be the, the, the media guaranteed pick to make the road for the finals after you have uh, 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 Philadelphia being one of the teams that were definitely uh, chosen to do very well and get to that road as things have uh regressed with that you really have only milwaukee and toronto to be able to engage the conversation uh with that from a media perspective because i don't really see too many people picking outside of milwaukee and toronto this is definitely going to be a good series from milwaukee i don't i don't see too many big names uh po- popping out in an orlando perspective to actually clean this up but um what would you like to see from milwaukee 
in this series. Is there anything that, that people have as a, as a list of what they would like to see from Milwaukee outside of actually making the finals? I, I want to see, honestly, with Milwaukee, uh, this this first round matchup with them is just a formality. It would just be a matter of time before they move on to the, to the next round. Um, but I, what I want to see from Milwaukee is who's their two-minute score? Who's the guy that's going to be able to bring that in the it's, ISO? It's got to be there. Yeah, and get a bucket because that's the one thing that holds them back. As great as Giannis is, when the game – it becomes more of a half court game and you got five sets of eyes watching him at the top of the key. It's tough. It's been, you know, generally tough for him to get a bucket because he's not a great perimeter shooter. And then, you know, he's a bit reluctant to get to the line because he's not a great free throw shooter there too. So that's the thing I want to see from Milwaukee. Is it Chris Middleton that steps up? Is it Eric Bledsoe that's going to step up and be that two minute score? Like, mm-hmm. you know, who is that guy? And ironically enough, I think they might've let that guy walk away in free agency with Malcolm Brogdon. That's real. I, I I had high hopes for him over there. I thought he was a nice piece for them. I thought he yeah. should have. They should have tried to get him to stay. He's playing well. He's playing great. But you know, you you run into situations where owners don't want to pay the luxury tax, and I get that. Oh, I, I can't say what people should do with their money, but um, it might cost them a title in the end. And Giannis leaving potentially. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And it's like I just wish executives and and uh, ownership would be able to see through that. But you know, um, that's just kind of how the game works. Now, we'll have the opportunity to see Brogdon in a little bit after this game at four as Miami Heat take on the Indiana Pacers. And as far as stepping up, Jimmy Butler actually had something to say about uh, the biggest storyline that comes from Heat Pacers. Throughout the past decade, you've had uh, a really good storyline between uh, the ways to get to the NBA Finals for the Miami Heat and battling against a Paul George and a Roy Hibbert uh, and a George Hill and things like that. So this series is definitely something that is ingrained within uh, uh, the Heat timeline. But as of right now, the biggest story that comes out of Heat Pacers is that issue that Jimmy and TJ had beforehand. And as of now, Jimmy Butler has really said that it's a little bit too overhyped. I th- he had said that it's something that can be left in the past. I don't know if TJ agrees with that. TJ might be 100% ready to bust his ass. TJ hasn't really, uh, I haven't seen too much from him in that regard. But Jimmy seems you like he wants down? to move on with that. He back down? You, you know what I think a lot of it is? I think a lot of it is you kind of, in this time that we've had since that first incident happened, which was in March, I believe, and we were all kind of still living collectively a normal life. Right. between now and then where we are now it's like i'm sure they just be like man i just i've been through crazy shit that just that game <laughs> yeah. that we had in indiana but mind you that, that shit was very very entertaining and i enjoyed it a lot because you got two dogs that are willing to go after it. those are just two competitive people um tj warren is balled out in the bubble um he would probably be the third choice for bubble mvp if you had mm-hmm. to get into the finalists and the voting um but it, it will be a very very intriguing series because i know jimmy won't back down or jimmy's gonna try and guard tj and uh, you know, see what happens. Yeah, he's been he's been he's been very vocal on. I, I've, I've seen a lot of of championship talk coming from from Jimmy, and you did you might have heard it a, a small amount in the actual regular season, and, and especially at the time that he actually got signed last year. But I feel like there's a lot of confidence going on right now in in Miami's opportunities to actually pull uh something off and getting to that portion in the NBA finals to actually be able to entertain a Toronto mm-hmm. or, or or entertain a Milwaukee. So I have liked that conversation from Jimmy and I, I'm not positive how far it actually goes. Hopefully it will be a, be able to to be something that he can look back and, and say we've had a lot of these conversations and have the pieces to be at, to actually make a run for it in this very unique style of NBA playoff. But we'll have to see. Yeah, Miami will go only as far as their three-point shooting allows them to go. We, you know, early in the year when they were on that collective roll, 
they were just shooting lights out from three with Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. If they're able to take that play into the playoffs, that would make that's what makes them dangerous. Um, but you know, they kind of the second half of the season they couldn't really buy buckets. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I want to see a lot more. I want to see a lot more Slim Duncan, but I think I think uh, <laughs> oh that, what's wrong? What's wrong with Slim Duncan? I can't say no, Slim it, Duncan. It's, it's an amazing. It's an amazing nickname, but you know, I guess you gave it to him, right? Did you give him that name? Yeah, I, if Duncan Robinson came in and said, "Yeah, y'all, y'all go ahead and call me so Slim Duncan," <laughs> I would have, I would have been very concerned. Slim Duncan is hilarious, but it's also time to start talking about the products that Michigan basketball has put into the NBA. You know, wow. especially seeing it there. Especially yeah. seeing the resurgence of Trey Burke and 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 these guys in the league is uh you know it's it's, it's great to see. You a Michigan so, fan? Nah, nah. I just like oh, the basketball. Jeff just put his setup so quickly right now. Hey, man, like, oh, hold on. Nah, you know I'm 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 a I'm a Husky. I like you know I love UConn, but like obviously we've been in a tough situation the past few years. Who up with uh, a UConn fan? Very much. Uh, okay. Marcus Williams fan from back. Okay. So listen, yeah. Ben Gordon at the 2004 final. Oh man. <laughs> Um, which I was wearing t-shirts under my AAU jersey like that. You know so, it. You know right. it. I get it. Now, one yeah, dude in a tough situation though. Past <laughs> past few years, man, it's been rough for sure. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He has has been waving the UConn flag. Uh, well, well, at least from a men's basketball perspective, uh, as of, as of recent. But it's okay. Things 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 could definitely change. <laughs> now. One return that one return that we are actually very excited for tonight is the return of Russell Westbrook from the hyperbolic chamber. We originally thought that he was not going to be uh, uh, returning in game one, especially his first playoff series in Oklahoma. But he is um, he has apparently been OK from the quad injury. Things seem to be fine to be able to actually play on the series. Who knows if he's actually playing on a on a quad that is not 100 percent as of, I hope he's ready. Yeah, as of right now, but this is going to be a, a, a testing series for uh, the Houston Rockets. As this is not going to be a walk in the park against an Oklahoma City Thunder that literally have what was it less than less than one percent to actually make the playoffs before or at least around the time that the trade happened for Chris Paul. Yeah, I think I saw it was like zero point two percent or something wild, disrespectful like that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. Um, this is a testament to how much uh, the great guard play that we've seen with OKC this year. With uh, Schroeder, uh, Chris Paul, and Shea Gilgis Alexander. Shea Gilgis Alexander, I was on him early when he was a Clipper, and just how he's been able to play. And he's just uh, he's one of the perfect uh, prototypes as a point guard in this era of NBA basketball. Um, but for the Rockets, it's like this, right? It's like hopefully you can get Russell Westbrook to be healthy. That quiet injury is very, very tricky. Uh, hopefully, you know he can stay healthy because he's one of those guys that come into any game and plays his heart out, and you have to respect that competitiveness. But honestly, get the ball to James Harden. Get out the way. And, uh, <laughs> let him drop that 40 let him drop that 40 a night hey man it's like you know we're gonna look back at james harden stats and this is gonna look crazy um I, I believe since 2015 he's been a finalist for mvp like maybe four of the five years something mm-hmm. something crazy like that um that's that's something we'll rarely see that's big man type things um post player type things to be able to be in that conversation so um, it'll be a fun matchup. I think OKC is going to give them a lot of trouble. I think that might be one of the few series that goes six or seven games. Now, as we end what is to happen tonight on the last game of tonight's NBA playoffs, this is kind of like a I, I want to set the I want to set the tone because I know a lot of Laker fans are going to check in and they have been checking in for the past couple of days. But this is this is what I actually want to know from a Laker fan perspective. Obviously, the three of us are, are not are 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 more than willing to be able to like to see 
the Lakers be able to excel and make the NBA finals and have and win probably one of the most important NBA championships in their their history as they're doing a lot of this in memory of of course the late Kobe Bryant but this series as we watch the playing games on Saturday and you have Portland advancing I've seen people a little bit concerned on be on having to play <clears throat> Damian Lillard having to pl- play CJ McCollum and having to play a very locked in Carmelo Anthony within the Portland Trail Blazers but outside of that nobody from what I've seen specifically, is willing to pick Portland in a six or pick Portland in a seven. So is this hyperbole? Is is the interest hyperbole or can they actually shock the world? I I think there personally, I think there's interest there, but like, I also think it's more of like, you know, the Laker hate before LeBron got there was obviously it's, it's like, you know, it's the Lakers. It's like, you love them or you hate them. There's no, it's not really like a, the in-between is a weird game for, like, teams like Boston, L.A., you know. Uh, but I think that they're going to compete, but I, I don't I don't think there's enough there personally. I know Dame is a killer, and, yeah, but we might we may get a situation where he drops 50 and still loses. Um, I mean, it, at the end of the day, you got to see what they're, what they're going against. I don't know Avery Badley's situation. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to make it back. But in general, the way that they're going to be guarding guards, the way AD is – you know, I mean, I know he had like a, a kind of a, I don't you say a slow start, but I mean, he's still Anthony Davis, even when the type of start that he ended up having. Yeah. Um, and then LeBron James, at the end of the day, you have to be able to do, can you, can you handle them in a series? I don't, I don't think, I don't think it can be done. I mean, I, I just don't, as great as Dame is, um, we've seen games where CJ is just wetting the bet, you know, and Dame has to just take it, save it. And he can't, he can't, it's, it's going to be too much. It's going to be too much, especially against a team like the Lakers. Um, so I think there's something to it. I think it's because it's the most interesting and probably the most dangerous matchup for the Lakers as, as far as this situation is concerned. So mm. obviously people are going to talk about it because, you know, I mean, it, it's, this is their, this is their situation at this moment. I, I think it's, you look at who, who else it could have been. I mean, could you imagine if it was, I, this was the Suns. I mean, as, we're, not, as, we're not having this conversation. As much as people talk about it, and, and I understand because Dame is played out of his mind in this bubble, yeah. I, I really don't think this series is going to be close off the simple fact that Portland can't rebound. As 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 big as they are in the front court with Nurk and Hassan Whiteside, you saw in that Brooklyn game, they could not keep Jared Allen off the boards. They could mm-hmm. not. They could too not. Many, secure too many offensive boards. Yeah, they could not secure a defensive rebound to save their life. There were so many second possessions. And when you're, when you're the Lakers and you're – one of the, the the tallest teams in the league with JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard and even LeBron James himself and Anthony Davis, you're going to feast on them boards. And so that's what's going to be interesting for the Blazers to try to manage is can they can they win the rebounding rebounding battle? And also, too, you know, CJ got a bad back. He you know, he looked good against John Moran. But can you do that in a series? Is your back going to be healthy? You know, having a fractured back does not seem like a viable thing in the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely. But all in all, I feel I feel like watching Los Angeles and Portland is still going to be uh, hopefully if 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 all the stars align with this, I feel like watching Los Angeles and Portland. I think the best payoff that we can have with this is things being down to the wire and things actually happening in last minute games. If you have a situation like Brooklyn and Toronto, I, I, I feel like the, the the conversation that is going to start with this is going to start just looking at Los Angeles' second round. But hopefully, if things stay in a very tight area, maybe an overtime or two, 
then this is going to be the best opportunity for this series. I'm I'm still I'm I'm still interested, but I don't oh, the, yeah. the thing that was the the yeah, yeah. I think I think I think the funniest thing to me is that people that are like, oh, you better watch out, Portland's coming. But then nobody wants to say Portland is six. Yeah, nobody yeah. wants to say Portland. They want to take them. It's more of like, oh, this could get a little scary from time. But exactly, I think, I think it'll yeah. get handled. I think the Lakers will handle it. It's that Twitter thing where they like kind of vaguely allude to the Blazers. <laughs> yeah. Just act like they're smart later on, but then necessarily don't commit to anything. So right, no, right. Nobody, nobody's that that dumb to, to pick the Blazers. Oh, you throw out both scenarios, and then like when when something happens, right, you, re- yeah, yeah. You, you retweet yourself <laughs> earlier and be like, oh, "I told no, you, Nostradamus." <laughs> you see the vision. I'm like, y'all can't. Now, lastly, we'll segue to uh, something that actually just came out a couple of minutes ago. The official jerseys for Space Jam: A New Legacy has now released, oh, so. and we actually have a, a a clip from LeBron James as the uh, filming for that wraps up for the 2021 film. Let's play that. Real oh, quick. I see it right now. Okay. To be honest with you guys, when I when I signed up for the project, I was like, it's Space Jam. It's a, it's a movie that I grew up watching. It's a, uh, people in the movie that I idolized. And I was like, well, absolutely. I'm, I gotta be, I gotta do it. I, there's no way I can turn down Space Jam. <laughs> then I showed up on set on June 17th and I grabbed the, my first script and I grabbed it. And in the far right corner, that fucking thing said, day one, of 58 days <laughs> and I was like Brian what the fuck and you know no matter how long you're together it could you know three months two months but when you were together 12 13 14 hours a day five days a week sometimes six you become family you become family you start to learn names you start to know what people like what they dislike how you make them laugh how you make them feel listen I'm Super stoked about this film. Um, like I said, I, I grew up just idolizing the whole Space Jam, everything from the uniforms. I, I remember I put this uniform on and tried it on, and I was like, I can't believe it. And then I seen my uniform, which was the Monstars. When I was growing up, I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, This is oh, this is really happening. Um, I'm just a small, I'm a small kid from Akron, Ohio, a very small town outside of Cleveland from a single parent household. I'm the only child. My mother didn't have absolutely nothing. She was walking around high school when she was 16 years old and she was pregnant with me as a high school sophomore. So I'm really not supposed to be here. (laughs) Growing up in the inner city as an African-American kid, there's no way you're supposed to fucking make it out. And and the fact that I'm who I am as an African-American adult now with three kids of my own and I made it out of the situation that I was in, this shit is like extra credit for me, man. That is per TMZ. So we get the we get the small kid from Akron, Ohio uh, quote that we normally get from LeBron James. But are we locked in next summer? Obviously, we're not. I don't think we're going to movie theaters anytime soon because they can't seem to get that locked down. But are we possibly digitally purchasing Space Jam Two in twenty twenty one next year? Oh, man, I kind of feel like uh, I don't know, man. They may at that point. Well, let's just say this. I love going to the movies. I like doing solo movies. But, you know, I hope that I'll be able to go watch this, you know, in IMAX because it's Space Jam. Um, So I'm hoping they pull it off. But if I have to watch it digitally, obviously I will, man. But I I did just take a look um, at the at the jersey. It looks cool, man. I like it. LeBron sounded like, you know, he was. I like I like his energy during that that whole little spill right there. So 
I think he knows yeah. what's gonna happen in that finale. He's like, yeah, y'all, y'all about to see it. Y'all about to see what's gonna happen yeah. this time. Yeah, I'm like LeBron lets the curtain down a little bit, and you can kind of see his personality. Yeah, you know, same. More and more. Uh, those demographics on Space Jam is gonna be hilarious because it's gonna be like most of the audience is gonna be like 25 to 34 year old male. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so weird, but uh, yeah, man, it's like it's Space Jam. It, it's iconic for a reason. Um, we we all watched it growing up, so I I definitely think myself I, I'll I'll tune in and. Um, hopefully we in the theaters by then. That's 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 my hope, my goal. Because I'm I'm tired of being in the house. Man, now you can make sure to catch everything Pierce Simpson on air at Complex. If you're big on YouTube like we are on YouTube, um, make sure that you are typing in Complex, following Complex as well. You will be able to see and hear a lot of his notable interviews each and every day as Complex releases content throughout all this time. Of course, make sure that you are enjoying today's. NBA games. We'll be back next week, of course, to discuss everything else that has happened with game one, game two, and everything else in the bubble life. Pierce, we love and appreciate having you you on with us on RSPN this week. Anything you want to, anything you want to note with before we actually jump out? Uh, No, fellas, I'm I'm very appreciative to be able to be on the podcast and talk hoops with you. It's it's nothing like talking hoops. And uh, you guys are really good at what you do. It's just a matter of time before the world begins to see it more and more. And uh, yeah, y'all just keep killing it. Thank you, man. We appreciate you coming on, man. For real, no Thank problem. You, yeah, yeah, we definitely do appreciate that. We'll talk. We'll talk to you again sometime soon, possibly. Yeah, for sure. Let me know. Always All right, per- absolutely, absolutely, perfect. All right, Prince, we'll talk to you. All right, Pete. All right. So, what do we got left? Uh, final shout outs. Uh, shout out to the genius that got his head cut off by WNBA players yesterday. Irving. Very odd. Very odd tweet to had say to the happen. least. Had to happen. I mean, I won't mean, give won't give the tweet any attention. I'm no, sure if you type no. in WNBA tweet on Twitter, you'll be able to see. Uh, not only the tweet itself, but the names. Uh, how, how many thousand? How many thousands of? How many thousands of ratios do we actually see on that tweet? I'm not sure. It's, it's somewhere in the thousands. Uh, you know when you see? You know when you see the comments, the retweets with comments. With retweets with comments, you just start ducking and hiding. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. Is awesome. like like 300 regular retweets and then 4,000 retweets with, with comments. So from what you told me, you know he the, the guy he he kept it going, man. He didn't let Twitter do do their thing. He, yeah, tweet a tweet tweet tweeting through it apparently. It is not the way to go in that situation. So, but anyway, look. Last shout outs on what else? 2K announced the demo that's going to drop on August 24th. So, actually, this day, uh, uh, next Monday will be the 2K21 demo, of course, for current gen. So, your PlayStation and your Xbox One as well. Um, they got roasted very well for their Kobe graphics. I don't know why their Kobe has yeah, looked yeah. like the same Kobe for the past five years, and it's always looked awkward for me. I'm about to say it doesn't seem like an official scan. Like, they, like they've been using that one since uh, what was the cover he, Kobe had? I think it was 2K16, and yeah, that, and that like Kobe has been the same scan. So yeah, for people yeah. to be like, "Oh my god, this is terrible!" It's been the I same bad scan for the past I, five years. I wasn't. Yeah, it, it didn't. I saw it. It wasn't great, but like I wasn't like tripping about it. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll still see what's up with the game, obviously. Uh, yeah. Hey, De'Aaron Fox, man, call Mark because I know y'all are close. Um, I need you on the lookout. You know, we're close. I know y'all are close. I know you and De'Aaron are close. Man. How do you know that? I've heard rumors that he, he may like Miami. What rumors? Nah, this is this is this is reverse psychology. I thought TJ was. I thought that Jimmy quote was reverse psychology. This is reverse psychology. I'm mad that you even you just you won't you won't because you see what's happening. Absolutely not. No, the the energy has shifted from Giannis to Miami. Not not happening. Not happening. 
So I figured you moved on and maybe you're trying to get De'Aaron Fox to pull up. So if you are, let him know that me and Millsy need him on the lookout to talk about anime. The only time that we were going to discuss Miami and Dallas is the fake NBA finals. No, that's that not happened in. It, I don't want to. I don't want to. It didn't happen. <laughs> that's the only time. That's the only thing we're going to discuss between Miami and Dallas. Wow. Only thing. Well, yeah. actually, well, actually, we can discuss 2006. We, yeah, we, we can discuss that. That's not. That's not. No, why not? Because it's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Let's just see. Let's just see if, if, if Giannis makes his way to Miami or Dallas. Yeah. Miami or Dallas. Miami or Dallas. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning more towards Dallas now. You know, I really, so, so, so the hot, so the wolves are done. Hawks are done. Now, now it's Dallas, you know? No, no, not me. Oh, not me personally. I oh, can okay. But uh, as far as where Giannis may end up, man, I, I think I, I think he's a better fit for Dallas, man. So this is not this is not going to this is not yeah. going. No, I'm really Pierce. Where you would no shout out Pierce, man, for really dropping that knowledge off on us today on today's episode of RSPN. Really on the Elite Network, man, letting us really? know that you know Giannis is definitely better off playing in Dallas uh, with Luka Doncic and uh, Porzingis. I, I I think I think it's. It makes a lot more sense. I think it's just it's better uh, for his sense. career. What, what, what it at least sense. I think it's better for his career. So uh, shout out to pulling up, dropping off, dropping that heat off for us um, here on RSPN on the Elite Network, right? Better for his career. You know what? He is Mark. I am Jeff. Um, this Yon is ruining all the infiltration energy. Hello. Yeah. I've been waiting a long time for this. To ruin my, my to ruin my Giannis dreams. I've been waiting a long time for this. I had I had nothing. I, I was I was cherry picking trying to ruin it for you because for a while it sounded it sounded interesting. Oh, there's gonna be some cherry picking going on in 2021. Uh, <laughs> uh, hello. Oh shit. All right. All right. We'll we'll we'll, yeah. uh, we'll uh, you know what I'm saying we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll come back to it. Take a look at the heat pacers. Yeah, you want to do that? I might, have a, I might have a black shirt on. No, no. Don't tell any. What do you mean? No. Giannis the Mavs. What? Giannis and Dallas. You're ruining the infiltration fucking energy. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Stop it. Stop it. Sorry. This is what it is, Mark. Black shirt. Take a look for it. All right. We're out. We'll see you next week. RSPN.